Good evening, and welcome to the Night Owl. If you're a first-time visitor, well, it's good to have you. If you visit this place often, well, it's always good to have you back. Make yourself comfortable. If you'd like to support the podcast, then head on over to the Patreon and become a patron at www.patreon.com slash Podcast. Some pretty cool perks in there. We've all had our share of the survival jobs. Sometimes that's taken a little literal. Lock your doors, check your windows, and get comfortable because you won't be sleeping tonight. I give you late shift. So this is a story back from when I was still in college. I remember watching this one movie growing up about the janitor holding the keys literally to everyone's secrets because he'd had access to all their lockers. The high schoolers in the movie saw themselves as better than him until he brought up that little tidbit. Talk about a power move. My college campus was a decent size and had a mixed bag of students attending. I'm not really sure how to put it other than the workers weren't always treated with the most respect. And it bothered me a little. There was this one janitor I used to see literally everywhere. Mr. Jolly. Sometimes I was surprised how the hell he got from one side of the campus to the other so fast. Mr. Jolly, he he always looked a bit nervous and very disheveled. Like he just got caught. Or maybe he'd been working there so long that he probably just had some bad experiences that left their mark. But I made it a point to always speak or at least acknowledge him when I saw him. He just nervously nod and push on. The thing about Mr. Jolly, he wasn't frail. He could easily do some damage if he wanted to with his size. So it always surprised me how he was treated, whether I saw it or whether I heard about it. Some people joke that he lived under the campus and he navigated that way. Well, I remember it was winter semester and holiday season was in full effect, so a lot of people went home. The ones who couldn't stayed and either hung out with the other people who stayed back or they just simply kept to themselves. Some time had passed. Two females and one male student reported never making it back to their dorms. They disappeared within weeks of each other too, so it all seemed to be correlated. Our school was surrounded by woods and a popular hiking trail that a lot of the student body would go to after hours to, you know. The officials, they searched the nearby woods They asked around campus, but nothing. So they enforced a curfew. There were very few winter classes, so they got out early enough that people would have to be back to their dorms by 6 p.m. It got dark around 4 some days, and that was always kind of eerie to me. I don't really remember how they got tipped off, but they found the missing students in some makeshift shelter Mr. Jolly built. Apparently, he was a bit of a collector. 
there were tunnels under the campus. Blew my mind. And apparently, those students, they weren't wandering anywhere. He had access to their rooms. So, although they found the bodies, he was nowhere to be found. It snowed a lot, so the assumption was that he just wouldn't survive out there. And it didn't take long for word to spread, and quite frankly, I'm not surprised. Our school became a bit of an urban legend. The stories varied depending on the source, but they couldn't close the school down because money talks. So students returned after break and things went on as usual, almost like it didn't happen. I'd admit, from that point on, every janitor I saw I looked at differently. Tuition was increasing and I wasn't there on daddy's dollar, so of course I had to work. Let's just say my respect changed for the janitors when I became one. I was desperate for work and there was a spot open, so I took it. At this point, my pockets overruled my pride and it was fine because they needed someone to work the late hours. Classes for me got out early in the day and I could work nights, so it worked out perfectly. I knew my way around, but working nights, it just seemed like everything changed a little bit, like the school became something else. It wasn't so much a party school, but there were events held late into the night, and since I was the new guy, I was left to clean up the mess. I'll be honest, some of these students were assholes and entitled. You could tell by how they left these places or even trashing the halls. I didn't always mind, but sometimes it was just downright infuriating to clean up after them. I empathize with the janitors. It was cool because our, our campus was full of cobblestone walkways. And after work, walking back to my dorm, it was slightly therapeutic to just hear my footsteps on it. As irrelevant as that may seem, it came in handy. There's one week at the end of the winter semester in the spring. Teachers, they go on this retreat, so school closes completely. But before they go, there's always a party in the middle of the week held in the cafeteria. And I was on duty, of course, so I wasn't in attendance. It was a collective party where students and professors, they actually got to mingle. And after all the shit that the school kicked under the rug, I didn't bother questioning ethics. Fortunately, there was no drinking, just music and food. So folks could actually drive home afterwards. The party was over, students headed off campus, and so did the professors. It was just me and maybe one other security guard, but that's about it. After I cleaned the cafeteria, I had to make my rounds check all the classrooms and offices in the building before I could actually wrap up. I had one more classroom to check, so I picked up my things at the janitor's closet and made my way. It's crazy how quiet the school gets. I was at the last classroom, and as I closed the door, I thought I heard one open and close down the hall. Everyone had been long gone, so I just brushed it off and headed out. My dorm is about a 10 minute walk from the building. The pathway is illuminated by a bunch of gas lamps, orange ones. Since it was all cobblestone, I just have some time to decompress and listen to my footsteps. But as I was walking, I heard another set in the distance, far behind me. I turned around, but nothing. So I kept on. A couple paces more, I heard them again. I quickly stopped. I heard a couple steps behind me. 
I looked back, and standing under one of the lamps, I could slightly see someone standing near a tree. He wasn't really hiding either. Honestly, I don't think they cared about being seen. Because for them, I was the game. They stuck their head out, and I could only see a shadow. A big one. Once it was clear I saw them, they stepped from behind a tree completely. They took one slow step, and they made a full dash toward me. I ran, faster than I ever thought I had or thought I could. But whoever this was, they were gaining fast. I remembered I still had the keys on me, so I cut to the left to the first building I could. I jumbled with the keys as quickly as possible. I didn't hear anyone running anymore. I found the key and I got in as fast as I could. I ran for the first classroom and I locked myself in with the lights off. I called 911, I told them where I was and that I was being followed. Stay right there, they said. I made sure not to turn on the lights. And that's when I realized I forgot to lock the door when I heard it open and close. I made sure not to make any sudden movements, turn on any lights or make any noise. Whoever it was, they were on a mission because they weren't walking slow anymore. They somehow knew the room that I was in because they tugged at the door. I didn't know what I was gonna do. I, I couldn't think straight. I stayed on the phone with the operator as long as possible. And then it stopped and it got quiet. Honestly, I felt like I was in there forever. And then, police, I heard from a distance. I was suspicious at first until I heard radio receivers. I opened the door and they could sure as hell tell I was terrified. They had another unit scan the campus, but at this point it was a needle in a haystack. So we went to check the security cameras to see if we could find anything. They looked at the tapes from that night and there had been someone following me the entire night, even before my shift started. So they went back a few days prior there was a camera outside my dorm, and a few minutes after I'm shown walking into my dorm building, someone comes from behind a corner. The computers kept an archive for days, literally. We went back far enough to the day I started working. I was being followed every night, watched from a distance. One night, the camera shows the person was just standing still and looking directly at the camera as to be seen. They zoomed in on the face, and it was the janitor. Mr. Jolly had been there the whole time. So there you have it. Tune in next week for another story to keep you up at night. If you have a story of your own that you'd like to submit and have featured on the podcast, email at thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com with the subject headline, The Night Owl. Check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Red Circle. And if you're on Discord, come hang out in the Podcast Junkie community. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Birdbrain Podcast. Sleep tight.